something to say or have ideas for the show, tweet at songdancepod or email songdancepod at gmail.com. Let us know how we are doing. It's the Song and Dance Podcast with Michael and Rachel. It's the Song Dance Podcast uh, here for and the, another uh, junior year uh thing. I you know <laughs> I I realized um, like I've been listening to other podcasts and I realized for the past like th- three two months we haven't said our names. <laughs> Oh, and, anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I, I'm Michael. That's Rachel. Um, I'm Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel from France, you know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah anyway, uh, junior year. <laughs> um, we we uh, we watched the uh, 2009 junior year version. Um, how would you compare it to the 2007? I don't actually remember much about the 2007. <laughs> I got more into this one about all I can really frame it as. Is it because there are only 13 songs and not 18? I mean, maybe. <laughs> there is a certain amount of fatigue if you don't have commercial breaks or things like that. Yeah. Where it's just a couple of hours of content coming at you. Um I don't know. Like, this one did actually feel a little short compared to some of the other ones. Like, I noted that in my brain. <laughs> that it felt like it ended earlier. Um, yeah, it, it's weird. Because I, 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 as I told you, like, when we got to song 10, that's where in in a like, normal year vision or junior year vision when there's a lot of countries, that's when you say, like, okay, song 10, we're, like, halfway through. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't the case. Like there were only three songs after that one. So right. Um, I did also. Maybe this just a lot of the songwriting. The the songs were more skewed towards my uh, junior high and high school yeah. experience, where it it felt like some of them were direct lifts from like Brandy and Britney and things like that. Yeah. So maybe it was just more up my alley in general. Yeah. That. It's that uh, that almost sounds like um Serbia song. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I mean there song. was a handful where yeah. I was like, yeah, this really has a, a vibe going. <laughs> As particularly I think the choreography in some of these was so much of that like really intense background dancing <laughs> that I associated with it also. But even the just some of the songs. Because I remember it was like probably like Sweden, um, a little bit Serbia. I don't know. There was just a handful where it, it felt very much of that genre. Yeah. It, it felt of the time. Like, I could really recognize it as, like, 2000s music. Yeah. Um, I have a question. It's kind of weird and out of the blue. So it, it really seems like the majority of performers were uh, were girls or female identifying. Like, yeah. is that typical in junior year of vision? Uh, now, yeah. Okay. It's It's rare that we get a... a uh, boy okay and any participating country usually the netherlands usually they differ um but i know um uh not not malta um 
Uh, Celia always sends girls. I don't. Be, I think they're only a uh, girl. Uh, like only boy entry was in two thousand six when they first participated, mm-hmm. and then they just went just straight on girls. Okay, that's interesting because I I think maybe I noticed it more because the winner this year was, was a boy. Yeah. Um. And there were only, like, a small number of acts that had, a, like, a main performer that was a boy. Yeah. I can get why did they did that, because um, there's not many boy pop stars, I would say. Um, because I would say for their voices. Um, you see the... Uh, Boys that go into the national selections are usually 11 through 13. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that's where, that's when puberty starts, mostly. Um, like, puberty starts, like, at 13. Um, so... That would, their voices change. Oh, yeah, Yeah. I guess I could see that. They wouldn't want to depend on somebody who could potentially have a total change in tone. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. Especially, um, like, if their tone changes, like, before the contest. Right. So. I, I just thought it was interesting because it feels like it's much more evenly distributed in adult Eurovision. Yeah. So it was curious. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's that's one thing I would note for like any junior Eurovision, especially now. It's all it's all ninety five or ninety percent of any contest they have girls. Like only one country would send a boy, Mm. Um, or like two. Like there's always like the uh, token two boys. Like the two like male singers, like uh, male lead singers, mm-hmm. um, but they could dance. You know, they could dance in their <laughs> background. Like you, you see a lot of male um, backing dancers, not singers, though. Okay. Yeah, that just reminded me of a Ukraine's um, song or entry. Um, yeah, I mean, I rated it pretty high because I, I felt like the lead singer had, like, an incredible voice. Like, yeah. really, really notable. Like, almost disturbingly adult. <laughs> Which you do, you get that occasionally. Um, yeah. Where the, you know, have a young child who sounds like, sounds a- like an adult. <laughs> uh, so, but, I mean, it, it was, like... Pretty much one of the only voices I really sat up and took notice of yeah. in the competition. So it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, now I'm trying to think of how many boys were there were, but I think uh, again, I think there were only the token two. There no, were three. The, yeah, yeah. There yeah. were three because it was uh, um, Bre- uh, Belarus. Belarus, yeah. And yeah. But he didn't do that much singing 
No, the percentage of the song where he was actually singing was very small. <laughs> but he did. I mean, and it was even opera like, yeah. singing, which is always impressive, I guess. But yeah. That song gave me very mixed feelings. Yeah, we're going to talk about that after we go through our following uh, segments. Uh, uh, again, if you haven't heard the following segment, um, it's just a recap of all the uh, songs minus the winner. Um, so, uh, in in their uh, placing. So, uh, last place is, goes first to uh, second place. So, here is the uh, following segment. Remembering the Fallen. Romania. North Macedonia. Cyprus. Serbia. Belarus. Malta. Georgia. Sweden. Ukraine. Belgium. Armenia. Russia. a reason why I forgot about that song? Yeah, it 
the song itself felt a little bit forced. Like the the first singer had a lot of hesitation. Yeah. It felt like when she first started performing. Yeah. And it is it's hard to be the first one to do the round or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. It, it wasn't the concept itself wasn't that bad. I just felt like the execution was a little bland and meh. I would say this is the second video, but this is the second video we watched where uh, Malta was just mess on stage. Yeah, it like they weren't particularly consistent from one like chorus to the next. Yeah, and the choreography felt a bit weird, like off. I wanted to like it because it's called Double Trouble. <laughs> But yeah, but I, the, like overall. it's not the double trouble we know. No, it's not. I I remember saying that the words double trouble is a when we were talking about the uh, so, uh fire saga movie. I did know that um tr- double trouble is like a Eurovision title. I forgot that it was a Eurovision song. Um, <laughs> at least the uh the title was. So, yeah. yeah, I just forgot about Double Trouble. Um, I also would say, I don't know if it was just the, there was only 13 participants or the, but I forgot about two, 2009 completely. It was gone for, from my head. Just sort of discounted it because there were so few participants. Or just the, all the songs or like a majority of the songs were just the, forgettable it's true there, there was a, a little bit of a generic vibe and yeah quite a few of these um i mean we could accuse any year of that but maybe just because there were fewer songs it was harder to have distinctive ones although some of the distinctive ones were <laughs> i mean i i remember uh Belarus. that one i i i remember for like the now decade uh since I saw it, like, I remember that for Florence, I remember, like, the opera singing, the backing dancers. Yes. Um, the bunny ears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I remember right, like, it's something about, it's something about, like, a magic bunny, but not Alice in Wonderland. Hmm. I, mean, I don't know. It's definitely, it, it's definitely going to stick up in my brain. But yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily for a good reason. So, that, yeah, there's a lot of, um, what's called called, uh, Latin in there. Like, looking up the lyrics right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's all about a, a magic rabbit. Okay. The magic rabbit draws a zero with chalk. Puts on to glasses, studies Latin. Yeah, that's the... Yeah, it, it repeats and over and over and over. What a weird... <laughs> like, it, it, I wouldn't have guessed any of that from the, <laughs> like, the, the instrumentals or the opera, like, singer back, like, the chanting background and the, like, rapping slash spoken word <laughs> entry. Yeah, it's... Like, there was, like, a lot of very distinctive individual parts. The problem was... I really felt like the performers took, like, just sat back and let the music ride throughout yeah. so much of it. Like, so much of it depended on that, like, sort of that chanting, like, uh, Gregorian, like, singing in the background or whatever. 
um, whatever it was, uh, I don't know, opera singing background. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I don't know. Um, I I know like I would say that's that in Baltimore was the only songs I remember from two thousand nine. Yeah, interesting, but it just doesn't feel like an actual performance. Yeah. Another one that stuck out for to me was uh, Serbia. The only reason why it stuck out to, to me because the chorus. I I heard that chorus before somewhere, somewhere. Can you place it? I don't know. I can't. Is it just the core, like the words in general, or is it sort of like the the beats? The uh, beats and, and the melody. Yeah, the melody. Like I I heard the melody in like. I don't know if it's in the anime or a, a uh, commercial or if. Yeah, uh, there was something very, uh, I don't know how to, like, um, upbeat but not sophisticated in a, in a way that, like, maybe a jingle would be. Yeah. Even in 2009, when I first watched the contest live, all I remember is just going, like, I heard this before somewhere. Yeah, I mean, this This is the song that I noted feels the most like a children's song. Oh, yeah. Like, there were a couple others that were in the same vibe, but this one really, really felt like it was made for children. Yeah, and it didn't get a good place. Um, I, I, you know, with 13 participants, I, I can't tell, like, what placing is good. Because, <laughs> like, the bottom five is, like, 13th, uh, 12th, 11th, 10th, and uh, 9th. So, like, they go into the top 10, but they're also in the bottom 5. So, I I don't know where, like, the ranking system for me is. I I would call that middle of the road. Yeah. Like, I I think you almost need to divide it into quarters or something. It's like bottom... Three. Yeah, I don't know. If you're not in the top 10, then, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, with, like, more than 15 participants, like, you know, like, this is, bomb five is bomb five, um, then, well, throw, then, then you get your top five. But then for, like, 13 participants, like, I know it's going to be a chance for me this year because there's only 13. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This song was middle of the road for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If like I place, if I place a song like at eighth or seventh, I, I don't know if it that's good. If I think that's good, or if I think it's well road, or like I place them like ninth, it are they bad, or no? <laughs> I, yeah, it's hard to say because also it sort of skews with the percentages in general. I'm just going to go with the top three and the bottom three are the ones that are remarkable and everything else is in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) True, yeah. Speaking of the top three, we have uh, Russia. I remember this song because, like, this this song came out in the middle of, like, in in the middle of my uh, little prince uh, uh, phase. Um, yeah, the, uh, song is about the little prince. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, 
something about the little prince. Um, I tried to look up lyrics, but the lyrics are not giving me a uh, English translation. Just the uh, script and the Russian. So okay, yeah. Well, I mean, and and maybe I am like vaguely remembering two thousand seven. It feels like this is consistent for Russia, where it's a little, like they send songs that are uh, like up beat kind of catchy and a little bit retro yeah um and and that have a lot of um well th- yeah that was uh russia like in those years now um russia sends like what they think is modern mm-hmm. um like you do you remember uh, uh russia um last year it feels like so long ago <laughs> play this for me please i i'm trying to find it um <laughs> Because I'm sure once I hear it, it'll all come back to me. So uh, the uh, you like you like the um, music video because it was like said in the post-apocalyptic. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, it's basically they're running through the forest, and it looks like maybe the world was destroyed or something. They're yeah. like radioing people. Yeah. Parents, friends. It's hard to say. Um, yes. Now I remember. Yeah, that's. That's what they've been sending for the past, like, three years, yeah. four years. I mean, that does seem consistent that uh, a lot of, like, it seems like the more recent contest, they were trying to capture what was popular right now, yeah. as opposed to, um, well, I don't know. I don't, Like, it could be they were also doing it back then, but it feels <laughs> like there's a, this phase of Russia where they send in, where they're sort of performance heavy, where there's like a lot of dancing and very specific like designed outfits that go together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I dug this one. I thought it was pretty good. Um, it did. It, it felt kind of like a theme song. I'm like catching this. Like yeah. Every time I watch them, there's like a couple where you're like, this could probably be like. A thing song for like a children's show or like a anime, yeah. Right, it, and it, but I did dig the the retro feel of that one. Yeah. Now I'm I'm seeing the uh, theme song um, connection there. Yeah. 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 Top three, um, rightfully so. Um, it was one of the stronger ones, but you know it plays in. Uh, they got they sang in the the second slot, and the second slot in any Eurovision is always the slot of death, because no one's ever won singing in second. So. so maybe if they've been placed at a different spot. Yeah. Who knows, Russia? Yeah, or they, also they were early. Um, but I don't know if like going early in a pool of 13 is not... It, it'd be easier to remember all yeah. the songs. So maybe it's not the kiss of death that you'd usually yeah. associate with it. Um, then we have uh, the song that came after, like right after that, um, that it got second place is Armenia with their uh, football song um, yeah. Barcelona. It, I mean, yeah, it was a bop. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Yeah. And and part of it was they clearly calculated like the sort of paid participant stuff to 
make the song really interactive. Yeah. And I think it doesn't necessarily make the song better, but with that sort of like live performance participation, it it uh, really did like enhance the song. Oh yeah. The uh, paid audience members. Right. Yeah. Like the people who are chanting in the chorus and stuff like that. Like waving their, uh, like that, their flags, like their handkerchiefs. Yeah. It, it really worked for the song in a way that I thought was smart. Yeah. For me, I, I hate Barcelona as a team. Oh, so bias? Yeah. So putting my bias in in the world, uh, this song annoys me. Okay. I mean, so like like the uh, the chorus is like, go, go, the best team, go, go. And the kicks are like, Death blows. Goal, goal. The main goal is to win Barcelona. Wow. So if they had chosen a different team, how would you feel about the song? If it wasn't a world-renowned team like Barcelona, if it was, if it was like a local um, Armenian team, then yeah, I would be all, all for it. That's really funny. <laughs> I mean, I I don't have a lot of a opinions about football so I, yeah. <laughs> I am less affected by the fact that they chose a particular team although if we were talking about the Patriots maybe I'd have the same reaction because <laughs> uh, American football like Patriots yeah um, so I, I can sort of see that I just really felt like I, I could see it being a way of cheering on their team there was de- a definitely a lot of that vibe in there it just had a lot of excitement and momentum, which I guess yeah, I mean, really like it shows that basically it's a song dedicated towards like supporting a team. So I'm reading the lyrics. So like in the beginning of the song, it's like, though my brothers trust, through my brothers trust, that his team will win someday when he grows up and plays in like Barcelona. <laughs> and then it goes like go go best team but go go Barcelona uh, in the performance I did not see like that was like it, even in the beginning was like oh this is my brother's team that's why we're cheering yeah it you know like based on the lyrics like oh yeah no it my brother wants to play for this team so I'm cheering this team on mm-hmm. in hopes that he will one day play for them. But then... So that changes the context. How do you feel about the song now, Michael? <laughs> I still don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Just the residual feelings are there. I mean, if she said, my brother wants to play for another team, that's not Barcelona. That's like Local, the local Armenian team, or what? the like, the, <laughs> or the Armenian um, football okay. team, or like the national team. Yeah, I, I'm assuming it's they're trying to choose a team that is like internationally renowned. So choose another internationally renowned team that would be acceptable. AC Milan. <laughs> okay, now pretend the song says that. How would you feel about it? <laughs> AC of Milan is not as 
dislikable as a Barcelona, so I would be okay with that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, if like yeah, if she said like, oh, oh, my brother wants to play for AC Milan or like um, Juventus, then go for it. But like Barcelona, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I okay. I was wondering how they they got the rights to uh, wear their jersey, the uh, Barcelona jersey jerseys, but then I realized like in the middle it says Eurovision, um, and not Barcelona. So they're just wearing the colors. No, they're. I I I, I don't know. Um, if, I mean, I can't say them being like, "Oh, you're going to." write a song cheering on our team. No, you can't wear our gear. <laughs> That's free publicity, basically. True, but, like, yeah, I, I don't know, because, like, the uh, badge of the team is on, like, the lead singer's uh, shirt. Um, I don't know if they changed it, like, slightly, like, put the cross down, like, two inches, then, so it's not co- copyright. Um... I don't know if they got the rights or like Barcelona was like, go for it. Mm. Um, maybe you'll win, like us. Like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but also, like, I know uh, Barcelona is like really into uh, unit stuff and unit vision is about. Are they still what, associated? As uh, in 2009, I think they were. Okay. Um, I th- I think, yeah, I think they were, but they weren't announcing it, but, like, half the proceeds um, were going to UNICEF. Then okay. they broke off, like, completely in 2010. Okay. I think. Uh, I know they, uh, they stopped, like, having those uh, UNICEF commercials in, like, 2008. Um, Okay, enough about uh, Barcelona and uh, <laughs> and our, our Armenia. Um, so uh, we go to uh, what isn't their last century, but it was close to l- their last century. And their highest placing ever at fourth place was uh, Belgium with the uh, yodel- the yodeling, yodeling and harmonica. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was sort of middle of the road for me because really? it felt like they were really relying on the yodeling to distinguish yeah. themselves, which, I mean, in some instances is fine, but I just wasn't particularly impressed with the song in general, I yeah. guess. I don't know. I, I, all, I, I, all I know is, like, in 2009, I, I thought that was going to win, not uh, the Netherlands. But then... Uh, you know, voting happened and they got fourth place. Right. The uh, title is like "In Love," Yodel. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is uh, an auditory medium, so you can't see my face. <laughs> yeah. <But. laughs> Some of the lyrics are uh, like, "I want to see him every day, treat him well with letters that I may kiss him." La la la. When he laughs at me, I never get used to it. Um. Then I feel like you're lady, you're lady, you're 
I mean, that seems somewhat consistent with some, like the folk songs that you would hear with yodeling. In yeah. It, like theme wise. So it makes sense to me. I just, <laughs> I don't know. This one felt a little bit forgettable if it wasn't for the yodeling. Yeah. And so overall, even though it, it did make it a little more distinct, it just now, didn't impress me much. This may be uh, rude to say, but like, this is a song that taught me that um, Dutch and the uh, Belgium singers on stage, at least the junior Eurovision songs, are like the participants. They have no charisma on stage. <laughs> I mean, painful, but kind of true, at least of this year. Um, I mean, the song was fine. But even though, like, even the the sort of change from like it starts off as a, as a ballad and then moves to an upbeat song, yeah, it really didn't feel as impactful. So I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, like, do you even remember last year's Dutch entry? I feel like I've repressed most of the <laughs> last year's Eurovision songs. I'm not sure. But yeah, I pretty much forgot about that one. Yeah, because he had no charisma because he was Dutch. Because (laughs) people from that area of the world, those two countries, their child singers have no charisma on stage in Union Division. Wow. Wow. (laughs) I mean, I probably haven't seen enough to come to that conclusion, so I'll just have to trust you there. (laughs) I mean... I, I can't. To be fair, it's hard for children to have charisma. Like, yeah. to be, like, they have to. It really feels like they're just following instructions up to a point. Yeah. Like, as child performers. But, um. Well, yeah. I, I came to that conclusion. This is. This was my second Junior Eurovision. Ever. Okay. So, I came that, to that conclusion within a year. Well, at very least for this year, yeah. I was actually kind of surprised. I don't, like, It was it just because it was kind of gimmicky to have, like, yodeling and stuff? I don't understand. I, I don't know. I'm not on the same page. Like, I have the video, and it paws on, on, on her face, and, um, yeah, she looks, she looks dead inside. Oh, Michael. <laughs> I mean, maybe she's nervous. Like, she could have, like, the flat resting face when she's nervous. I do that. I think so. I don't know. It really does seem like she's, like, just focusing specifically on, a, like, a point. Yeah. Like, she's like, don't look at the audience, look past them. And But yes, you're right. <laughs> she has a bit of a blank expression. Anyway, um, <laughs> speaking about no charisma, we go on to the winner for the Netherlands, which, which was their only... Um, this this is their only uh, winning song in junior year vision, and their their first win since the first year vision win since nineteen seventy five. Wow. Yeah, I was not on board for this to win. <laughs> I just yeah, it it really didn't feel like the performers had much charisma. Is the only word I can really think of it. Like, there was very little, like, it didn't feel particularly, like, emotive. Um, it really felt like they were maybe, like, 
just used to reading some of these words. Yeah. Like they incorporated elements of jazz and jazz is all about emotion and improvisation. And so to feel it sort of like flatly recited, just, I was like, this is a mess. Why, why would you do this? <laughs> with a child with no charisma because they're from that part of the world. Well, apparently their Bieber haircut was enough <laughs> is all I can say. Like, I like, it, yeah, the performance was flat. I was like, either we needed more emotion or something. It just yeah. felt like there was a key part missing to make it actually interesting to watch. And I just cringed a little bit every time he... <laughs> that their choreography was kind of sloppy too like those yeah. shimmies in the beginning i was like oh, this is gonna be bad i can tell yeah i, I was surprised they actually won i mean i feel so bad for armenia this is their second this was their second entry within three years to lose at the last country voting wow yeah, I Armenia would have been a much stronger entry, I think. Yeah. The Netherlands did not do anything for me. It was one of my lowest rated songs actually. You were not a you were not a, not a fan, fan of uh the uh, click cl- clack. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> like it just it, it felt like somebody had knocked something slightly off kilter about this song. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if it's like the singer's charisma or if it's like too slow or not slow enough or something. It just, the, the elements they incorporated didn't work. Yeah. I'm looking at the lyrics and it's so weird. Cause like, so it, it's about him, not it's about him. Like wanting to dance, like, he doesn't want to sit at the computer or at the TV and all his friends are like out at the mall or like the uh, movie theater, but he doesn't want to uh, join them because that's too laid back for him. He Why? Wants, he, give me some activity. Tap is what I want. He wants to tap dance. Yes. Did he tap dance in any of this? I don't remember any tapping. Yes, he did. Yeah, uh, that was... His uh, dance break. Yeah. I just repressed so much of this. What? Why would they make such a slow-paced song if the lyrics are about wanting to dance? I mean, Maybe if they had done it successfully, but like it just doesn't match to me. I mean, he wants to click clack, tick, tackly tack, tackly clack. I would much rather have heard him use that in the lyrics. (laughs) That's lyrics. Is it? Yeah, that's lyrics. That's lyrics. After he wants, after he says, tap is all I want, click, clack, tack, 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 clack, click. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I can't handle the song. Like, clearly, I just, like, escaped into my mind. No, I don't understand. (laughs) 
what is with this song? <laughs> I also don't understand why it was popular in general. I'm just assuming it's because I can't. I I don't know. I don't know why this song won. Yeah, um, it's it's yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah, there were other songs that I would be much more willing to win, even if they weren't among my higher ranked ones. I would have enjoyed a battle between uh, Russia and Armenia for yeah. first place, then like a three-way battle for first, including in the Netherlands. Yeah. I mean, I love I love close voting because we rarely get that now, but for this song, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just don't get it. Looking back, I know in 2009, I did not like um, Belarus uh, entry, but like now, I can appreciate it, and I want I want them to place higher than the Netherlands. I mean, at least there was was more interesting. Yeah. Than the Netherlands, <laughs> even if I couldn't really call it like a an actual like full on performance, because so much relied on the background. At yeah. least, because it was similar to what was the other country that did kind of a. Um, oh, Georgia. Oh. With the oh, Bluebird song. Those yeah. were the two songs that really stood out to me as they were like just trying to do something different with the way the songs were constructed. Yeah. Like they incorporated like speaking and um, like different tempos and things like that. Um, like those would have been more interesting choices. <laughs> Even uh, like, actually, I, I really like. The uh, Georgian song. It was a little too... It, it, it really felt like very sweet and almost Christmassy. Yeah. <laughs> like the way that it like the the instrument like instrumentals in the background and music and things like that. Even some of the choreography. It felt very Christmas pageanty. So I wasn't as big a fan, but it scored higher than the <laughs> Netherlands. I mean, I know... I feel sorry for their friend who was playing the cello. Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, if there are, if all like five of them or six of them, including the dancer, are friends, um, I would, I would say like they want her to be in the performance, but then like you can't sing, but you can't dance, but. You, you can, can play. You can pluck on the cello. And we have a cello in our song, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those things where at least it was interesting. Yeah. Um, and it felt like they were trying, like they were actually like putting some effort into it. And there's something about the Netherlands where it felt like yeah. they were not trying. Yeah. Oh, it's for you. Bluebird makes dreams come true. Christmas. It like I think that particular melody in general, maybe it's like Charlie Brown Christmas or something. I think so. There's I some so. Christmas show where I was like immediately I recognize this. Yeah. And the fact that they had the the chimes in the background. Yeah. I mean, it plays like I think sound. Um, and I don't know, again, with a pool of 13, I don't know if 
something is good or is it's bad. It's like dead center. <laughs> It's like um, right in the middle. Yeah, I know that they uh, tie with the, uh, uh, no, they tie with uh, Sweden, so, like, same with balance points. Okay. Yeah. But, uh. What weirdly disparate songs to basically get the same amount of points. Yeah. This who is coming after the win, uh, in the previous year with, uh, the buzzing, um, song. Oh. Do you remember that? Like, sort of, because we never we never watched it, but I showed you that. Right, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. The B-language song. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I thought, so I did, in 2009, I did not know what um, Dorsen sounded like. Because all I knew about Dorsen was the B-song. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it leaves quite an impression. So... In 2009, I thought they made up their own language just to go with this whole song. So I, th- in 2009 and like like two years after that, I thought Georgia was like they said like okay, only Univision we make up our language. We have all the kids make up language and just sing with it. That's funny. <laughs> then I found out what Georgian sounds like. Uh-huh. And then... Yeah. And then you... <laughs> well, yeah. It's interesting. I guess they try experimental things based on these two or three years. I mean, and then... I can't... I can't, like... be mad at them because... Um, Georgia is the most... Um, yeah, they they have the most wins of all fifteen years of junior vision. Really? Yeah. I hadn't really put that together. That's interesting. Yeah, they have like four or three wins. Huh. So I guess they do a good job of finding things that are like stand out in a good way. Yeah, it I'm trying to, I, I yeah, they have three, but like one was the B language and the other two are in Georgian. Um and I knew they were in Georgian when they performed it, but like, because nothing sounded like that's a made up language. <laughs> um, it's not like, I want, I want the uh, B song or the B language to make a comeback in Junior Division. <laughs> Should we just have one year where everyone does B language? Just. Just Every the, entry. Yeah. Mm. No. The, <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, otherwise it'd be like, who's, it, it would either have to be Georgia or otherwise it'd be like, you stole Georgia's thing. True. Be Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> and now I think no, no one, no one has done their own like made up language since then. So it's, it's just Georgia's thing. Huh. So if someone comes, I mean, that yeah. could be a theme also. Every song, just every performer does a made-up language. Yeah. That'd be interesting and infuriating. I imagine <laughs> there's going to be some weird stuff, but I kind of want to see it. Well, like, think about, think about it this way. Unless the UK or Ireland or Wales decides to send a song in English, we don't know what they're saying. This is true. 
Like, I, so maybe it wouldn't make a difference unless it was like really obvious. Yeah. Because yeah. B, like buzzing, that's obvious. Yeah. Like, um, I would say like my level of Dutch is like two weeks into it. So I understand like two words. Um, so I don't know what they're saying in Dutch. So if they send a, a song and they make it up language, I, I, I would assume that it's Dutch. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Unless, unless Sweden comes back and I know, I know more Swedish than I do Dutch. I would say like, no, that's not Swedish. What are you doing? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Final thoughts on 2009? I mean, maybe just cause it's shorter, but it was pretty watchable. <laughs> yeah, well, that's this year, so. Yeah, could recommend. Um, I don't know. Definitely still upset that the <laughs> Netherlands won, but there were a few solid ones. And if you enjoy the era of like, it was just on the verge of electro pop. Like there were some solid electro pop songs, yeah. but it was also just pop moving in that direction. Um, there's going to be some stuff in there for people to like. I mean, if you like Barcelona, Barcelona, and I don't know why would you would. Um, I mean, there's a song Highest. for you. There's a song yeah, for you. Yes, or you can just pretend that it's some other team. As she screams in your face, Barcelona. That's right. Yeah, just imagine she's imagination. Yeah. <laughs> Pain. Oh, we didn't comment on the claymation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, like all of the intros, it, it every year it's different because they have different artists yeah. that do these things. The claymation was like super, super seventies. Like even in the way that like it was stop animated. Last um, time we saw a claymation in the Eurovision was like the uh, two two thousand three contest. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's always like an interesting element to see something like that incorporated. Yeah, because but I it, found the singing suns. Yeah. Slash uh, flowers like. Be. Their claymation was more advanced than the 2003 claymation. That's true. 2003, um, their theme wasn't all claymation, was like stop animation. Yeah. With with, uh, claymation included. Yeah, that's true. This one was all claymation. Yeah. There was all the poster cards was like, this is what your landmark would look like in clay. <laughs> Very true. It it had a, a vibe that it reminded me of something perhaps from childhood or just from like seeing something like on YouTube. But there was something about it where I was like, this both reminds me of something and is, as always, it's like a, what is it called? Where it, like things are just a little surreal and yeah. so it like throws you off. Yeah, yeah. I, I I I forgot about the claymation. I yeah. I when I saw it like first used, I thought it was like a one time thing. Then it was all in the postcards. Yeah, they must have spent a lot of time on that claymation. Oh yeah, I, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, 
Anyway, sorry, I just had to. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Because any kind of weird animation is always <laughs> it's worth talking about. True, um, because we're never going for now. We're now never going to see claymation again in the Overturn. Yeah, it would just have to be like CGI from here on, right? Yeah, it's like for the past like two years, uh, was like VR. Like, like, two years ago, it was totally in VR. It was, like, the poster cards were them uh, putting on the goggles and experiencing something about the country. Then mm-hmm. they took the goggles off. And then last year, when I think about it, last year was, like, a bit creepy. Because it wasn't VR. It was them looking through a, telex- a, a telescope. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, the whole I'm spying on somebody in the distance thing is always interesting. Yeah. (laughs) And then they, like, they saw, like, four or five, three uh, dancers dancing something or, like, miming something. Right. Oh, the mimes. Last, last uh, thoughts? No, I don't think so. I mean... I was surprisingly entertained for this being in the 2000s. Yeah. So, I don't know. Okay, uh, again, don't uh, have a song about the, the uh, worst team in the world. Or, Stop uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, yeah. Uh, whether you, you support Barcelona or not, you can follow us on uh, Twitter uh, on the song dance pod. Um, or email us at uh, songdancepod at uh, d- gmail. Um, so yeah, those this was the song dance podcast. I, I think we're in episode seventeen. So wow. um, we will see you guys next time. Have something to say or have ideas for the show? Tweet at songdancepod or email songdancepod at gmail.com. Let us know how we are doing. You can subscribe to the Song and Dance Podcast on the podcast app of your choice. Leave a review and please subscribe. 